welcome to another episode of Who I Do. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And we have a very special guest on the show with us tonight. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, you guys. My name is Ramia. I am a Nashville native and I am a newly engaged fiance. Congratulations. (laughs) Yes. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. I am excited to talk to another fiance. It's been a while since we've actually talked to somebody else that was engaged. I feel like we either talked to a vendor or somebody that's married or someone that like just got married because of COVID or whatever. You know, like we haven't talked to yeah. a fiance in a minute. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That is very, very engaged true. So I'm excited. Yes. Start happening COVID, so I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> I've seen a couple of engagements recently and I'm excited, you know, because I feel like people aren't putting their whole lives on hold, you know, because of COVID. And I am all for it. They shouldn't. Exactly. I actually got engaged literally a week before they shut everything down. So it was like my engagement in quarantine. So it happened like that. So by the grace of God, our family was able to be there. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. The timing of that. Come on now. It was God being Harky Tales. Okay, so we're going to play a quick game of this or that before we get into your episode. And so for those that are listening, like this or that is just like a quick little like three, four round game where it's like literally you choose between this one or that one and you just say why. So all three of us are going to play, but nobody really cares what me and Tania got to say. (laughs) 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 So, okay. First thing is destination wedding or local wedding? Local wedding. Local wedding. I want to save destination for my honeymoon. And I don't want to like combine and people have to worry about traveling and stuff. And a lot of our family lives in Nashville. So I would like to keep it very local and then we can go to a destination for our honeymoon. I like that. I just always thought like I would never do a destination. It's not really my thing. Like I'm Mm -hmm. very probably more traditional in that aspect of wanting something a little bit local. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm going to say local as well, just because um, a lot of my friends and my family are based here in Atlanta. And I feel like I'd feel more comfortable doing it locally. I mean, granted, yes, it would be cheaper to do a destination wedding, but... Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I'm with you, Armia. Okay. So for the bridesmaids... Pull back bun or the ponytail? <laughs> you uh, know what ponytail yeah. I'm talking about too? Yes, I know what ponytail you're talking about. And I'm definitely going to say the ponytail for sure. Yes. Like all the way. I like the sleekness. It's chic. And it looks good, good on everybody. I haven't seen a ponytail that doesn't look good on somebody. Buns are kind of iffy. Like, yeah. But... <laughs> And even though I'm a bun girl, I just, from my bridesmaid's ponytail, yes. Got it. Okay. Tania? I think I'm going to go with a ponytail as well. Like she was saying, like, I like the slick back. I mean, like, you can show, like, your length that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Get a few little inches in there. Yes, yes. How about you? Oh, me? Um, Look... Y'all, I'm throwing y'all in buns just because I feel like it's probably the cheapest route 
for like everyone. Um, Cause I, I feel like it'll be easy for y'all to just do it yourselves. Um, and I just don't want to pay for nothing else for y'all. Uh, that's rude. Like, no, but uh, I feel you. It's real. Yeah. Like I, I just didn't, I want to budget there. So that'd be the one thing that y'all, y'all on your own, get your little buns together. <laughs> Meet me at the altar. Um, okay. One last one. Do you like princess cut or an emerald cut? Ooh, I'm going to say if I had to choose princess cut before emerald. Okay. Princess. It's, it's more, it's like, it's just more classic. I think. Mm-hmm. And I like the classic look and timeless look of the cut, but um, my favorite is cushion cut. But, you know, but princess, <laughs> if I had to choose, <laughs> princess. <laughs> Makes sense, Tania. I'm gonna go with the um, the princess cut as well. Girl, I'm not really feeling the emerald, but you're not fun with this. You gotta be a little diverse. No, but I don't <laughs> like the emerald cut. So I'm I'm telling you the truth. I'm giving you my opinion. <laughs> That's real. I let you have that. I let you have that. <laughs> I don't like this little square. I mean, I had to look it up. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know you was out here googling, y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, how about okay. you, Ashley? Um, I'm really impartial. Like, some emeralds I've seen look nice, and some of them look too blocky. I guess you really can't go wrong with a princess cut. Mm. It is very classic. Okay, it, okay. It's a classic cut. <laughs> it's it extremely classic. Right. Okay. Well, that was fun. So now we are going to take a little break for this ad. Did you know that Ashley and I also own a t-shirt company by the name of Ann Love Co? Well, if you didn't, let me tell you a little bit about us. We sell the realest bridal party tees around. So if you are in search of some bridal party apparel, please look us up on annlovco.com and annlovcotees on Instagram. We come out with new designs every so often, so please look us up. Again, that is A-N-D-L-O-V-E-C-O-T-E-E-S. Please buy something for yourself and your girls because you deserve it. We appreciate you and we love y'all. And we're back. We are now going to get into your juicy proposal and your boo and wedding planning and all those good things. So to start, we generally like setting the scene and letting everybody kind of know, like, where were you like before you met him? So like, how long were you single before y'all even met? Ooh, okay. So we met in 2016. But prior to that, we actually went to middle school together. So my fiance is two years older than me, but we never talked. Like I knew of him because he was an athlete and the basketball player, but I didn't, I was two years younger. So it didn't really, you know, I didn't really pay any attention. We didn't go to high school together and I can kind of rewind back 2016. I was out of college, just graduated. And I was just kind of on my dating kick, you know, just seeing what I liked, what was out there. Um, Nothing serious, just casually dating. And then he comes and slides in my DMs just a random day. Um, And it was on Snapchat. So I was like, and I knew who he was, but I tried to play it off because he had messaged me and was like, so when can we go on a date? And I was like, who are you? (laughs) 
And he was like, okay, never mind. And I was like, I left it alone. And he was so persistent. He was like, when can we go on a date? And I was like, that's not how you ask me. Like, if you want to ask me out on a date, like, you need to go through the proper steps. And so he did. And I remember calling my best friend and like, girl, do you know so-and-so wants to take me out on a date? And she's like, you should go. And I'm like, I don't know about this. Like, I was really not pressed on going. And she was like, just go and have a good time. And I did. We went our First date was bowling, and I remember it just being so casual to the point where he was like, you didn't even ask me what I did, like where I worked, or, I mean, it was just like, I was like, I mean, I'm just, I'm bowling, like, it's just not that serious to me, but from that point on, our conversation and things were so organic throughout the date that it just didn't even register to me to ask those deep questions it was just a very casual impromptu date we did make a bet and he was like if i win this game you gotta take i gotta take you out again and i'm like oh gosh so of course he won the bet and we went out again and so we dated and i think at the time when we were dating we were both wanting two different things and we were just in a place of like he still wanted to date and you know and that was fine i was casually dating and then i had entered a relationship maybe like a year later after we kind of just settled things and he knew and always said like you just being in that relationship like that's not that's you know you just waiting for time to pass by and i was so adamant like no no i'm not waiting i'm not waiting and <laughs> Lord behold, we, me and, you know, my ex did not work out. Thank you, God. And we were able to just, I mean, when we reconnected, it was just kind of like just heaven sent, really. I really wasn't looking to date anybody. And it was just like timing was just on our side this time. And I knew this time around was different. We were both older. We were both more mature. We both knew what we wanted and we were intentionally dating with a purpose. Mm. And I think that makes all of the difference when you're intentionally dating and not just dating just to date for time to go by. Um, I didn't want to waste any time. He didn't want to waste any time. And so from that point on, we were like, we're going to date with a purpose and we're going to see where it leads and let God lead the way. And from that point on, like, that's just kind of where it's at. And we are now getting married. So that's our little story of how we got together. So, you know, it, it, and, and, and everybody's story is different. And for us, you know, it worked for us. And I'm glad that we both got to experience growing up and experience different things separately before we got together to, you know, start a union together. Oh, that's such a nice story. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important to, you know, live your lives and then get into the relationship because you don't want no foolishness so no you don't and, mm -mm. and i think for a lot of women i think we go into the notion of like yeah sometimes you know when you know but then sometimes too like i think if you just be patient and let god do his thing and not try to rush the process you will enjoy it so much more and sometimes what you think you want is not always what you need so exactly. I think for me, like be, just being patient and waiting on God and really listening to his, 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 on his time, not on my time, not when I wanted it to happen, 
But when he wanted it to happen and when he was ready for it to happen and things have just been ordained by him from really day one. And I'm just extreme. I'm extremely grateful and blessed. So good. Mm-hmm. I think I, like just going back up to like other episodes that we've had and when we talk to brides, that seems to be like the common thing, no matter what, like, even if you dated in the past or like you knew him from the past, like it was at a certain point where it's like your life was at the right spot and his life was at the right spot for y'all to like actually be able to really receive each other. Um, Because sometimes you gotta think like, let it would have been maybe two months before or like six months before, you're still like a whole different person. Like, you are whole different person like y'all are just not at that point yet to have taken that relationship to that you know that point in your life and I wouldn't have been ready then looking back being honest I wouldn't have been ready then um I needed to go through things to get to this point yeah so that that's a big thing so I don't think that I would have been like you said been able to receive it in its entirety Mm -hmm. had I not you know waited so I think that's that that was a that was a key thing for me. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a blessing in the process. What what they say, like the mess is in the process or the pro I'm not getting the right little Christian phrase, right? But <laughs> <laughs> like appreciate yeah. the path because when you get the reward it is so much more meaningful. So yeah. Okay, so what kind of spouse did you pray for when you were single? So currently I've been, you know, reading the relationship goals book by Come on, come on, come on, relationship goals. (laughs) You know, I'm not, I can't say that there are some things in the book that I did do. And I did make a list. I did. And I think every woman has that list that they make. My list was four pages front and back. I was very thorough about it. And I prayed about it. And I remember actually my mom found my list. Um, I remember I was moving and she was helping me and she was like, look. And I looked over my list. I wrote it my freshman year of college. And I mean, I had everything on there. Athletic, tall, you know, you have your materialistic, you know, things, your shallow things. But then I really had some deep things on there that I really wanted in my mate. And, you know, as when you get older, those, you know, you want to be attracted to your spouse, of course, but character is so important. I can't begin to tell you. And I remember really praying to God that I wanted, it was a lot of things that I wanted, but I had five key elements that I wanted in my spouse. And it was important to me as I got older. I wanted him to be, of course, God-fearing. I wanted him to be family-oriented. I wanted him to be, you know, educated because that was that was important for me. I wanted him to be selfless. That was so important. It's nothing like dating or being with somebody who is selfish. Um, and I also wanted him to be extremely loving. And I pray for those things. And I mean, I will say, and I'm not just saying this because he's my fiance, but before we got engaged, I really looked over that list and I, I wanted to see if he matched up to that. And I know it sounds very cliche, but 
almost everything I kind of put on my list, he was. Like, be careful what you ask for because you're going to get just that. And, I mean, grateful that I did, but he really had all of those characteristics. And I, I was so, I know that I'm so blessed to have that. So I just kept praying to God, like, Lord, show me, give me signs, let me know, is this the right thing? And when I kept getting signs over and over again, I knew that it was like, I can't run away from this anymore. Like God is showing me in so many ways, no matter how many times I try to, but God, what about this? And he, then he'll show me something else. So it's like, okay, I'm going to really just be still and listen to you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those, I will say like for me, praying about it and really manifesting. Like, I, I feel like I really did manifest the love that I truly wanted. And God really helped ordain and set that up for me. And mm -hmm. that's how I have, that's why I have my fiance now. Oh, amen. I am like all for that. Of course, I watch Pastor Michael Todd like every Sunday. And so I'm all for like the way, for the relationship goals, ripping up the list and, you know, and it's it's very hard for me to tell, you know, some of my friends that are in the dating scene, because I'm like, girl, write your mm -hmm. list. Because mm -hmm. I know that worked for me. And yeah. you know, I understand where he's coming from, from a male's perspective. But most females feel like if you see it on paper, it's it's easier for you to be like, okay, well, does he have this, this, this? And they're not going to have everything on the list, no. But like, at least certain elements that you know your core values that you're not willing to budge on, like that's important. You that's know, very and important. you're looking to date with the purpose and you're looking for someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with. I mean, some things you can't compromise on. So it, it was like a no brainer for me. So, I mean, I'm like kind of torn. I'm like, I got to that part of the book. I'm like, rip up your list. But it worked for me. But I, I understand his perspective and his side of it, too. So mm -hmm. I get it. I think some of us, like, I mean, yeah, I get that, too. Um, but I think some of us actually, like, especially if you've been in, like, relationships back to back that just did not pan out or didn't go the way you're thinking, sometimes it's good to kind of, like, just sit back and be like, okay, what do I actually want out of someone? Like, what characteristics do I want? Like, what is actually important to me versus, you know, like, it would be nice to have. Because sometimes, like, literally just seeing it makes that a little bit more, like, real. Real. It does. It does. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Let's get into more towards the proposal like did you have any idea it was going to happen like had y'all been talking about it or so i had no idea my proposal was coming i we've talked about being married and we talked about those things of course when you're intentionally dating it comes up in a lot of conversations and what what we see for our futures and things like that um we I'll say we, we took a trip to Chicago in the fall of last year. And I feel like that was the turning point of our relationship. You can tell a lot about a person when you go on a trip with them and you spend some time with them. Mm -hmm. And that was like another factor where I was like, okay, God, I see you. Like, I, I hear you loud and clear. 
And just randomly, we were, it was a shopping day and he was like, let's go look at rings. And I was like, what? Like we had never done that before. And we go into one of my favorite jewelry stores. I'm a Tiffany's girl. I love Tiffany's. And he's like, yeah, let's look at wedding rings. And I'm like, what? Okay. So we look at rings. I try them on. He tries some on too. And that was that. Like we didn't talk about it at all. And we just continued, you know, regular. I didn't speculate anything. So fast forward to March of this year. So I was working and I get a text from my friend, um, who's also a photographer of mine, that my now fiance has planned a photo shoot for me because he knew that I wanted to start my blog. And he said, I felt like you weren't going to do it. And so I'm giving you the extra push. So he basically set up a photo shoot from with my photographer. Um, and basically was like, get with me, get with Ramia with all the details and, you know, I'll pay for it, all that. So I had two weeks to like make my appointments, hair appointments, makeup, nails, all that stuff. Cause I'm like, he's really like pushing me to really start this blog. Like it's a blessing to have somebody that really not only cares about you, but supports your dreams as well. And so I was just like, okay, I'm not going to run from it. I'm just going to do it. So I remember getting ready and I remember the day, the day before, I guess, my proposal, I was so calm. Like I had everything ready and it's not like me. Like I'm, I'm, I can be a last minute person. I promise you I can. And I remember just being so calm. Like I already had my outfits, my nails were done, my hair was done, like everything was just in line like i didn't have to worry about anything he was calm i didn't i just had no idea so i was like are you gonna come to the photo shoot with me tomorrow he was like yeah i'll be there and then afterwards let's just have a date night because we're already gonna be dressed up you're gonna have your makeup done i was like okay cool like that's what we normally do it wasn't anything out the ordinary and so he gets to my photo shoot and when i think back the photographer was getting him in so many of our shots. And I'm like, okay, like I know he's here, but can y'all focus on me? Like I need my pictures for my blog. And she would just say, can, can, you come in a, can you come in a picture, come in a picture right quick? And I'm like, oh my gosh. So she was so like prompt to the T, like my shoot started at like five, she ended like right at six, like no questions asked. And as I'm leaving and thinking that we're headed to the restaurant, and I already knew the restaurant we were going to. As I'm headed there, he was like, I gotta stop at Target real quick. And I could tell he was being a little bit antsy, but he really wasn't like, he really wasn't telling me anything. So we get to the restaurant, he's like, Ramia listed at the bar. Nobody was in the restaurant, but like three people. Mind you, this was a couple of days right before they put everybody on lockdown. So people already knew about COVID and everything going around. And so once all that happened, um, he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. And I'm like, okay. And the waiter was like, I've already seated, you know, your boyfriend. So just come to the back. And I was like, okay. So she followed me to the back. And when I opened up the door, it was like, he was there. The My photographer from my blog shoot was there taking pictures. My family, his family, my two best friends from Atlanta. Like it was just like, 
what is going on? Like, how did all this happen? And I was just in utter shock. I had absolutely no idea. And it was probably one of the most heartfelt engagements, like, that I've seen. I'm not just saying that being biased because it was mine, but it was just so heartfelt because he planned all of this by himself. And once I heard all the backstories with my family, like, apparently he bought my ring right after we got back from Chicago. So he had called my mom. Like, so he had been planning this for months. So it was, it was very beautiful. It really was. And I, I, I can't, we've gotten so many like comments and DMs about our engagement video. And, you know, it's just, we've gotten so much love and support from people. So I really like, uh, you know, just appreciate all of that. So it's, it's been beautiful. Oh, yeah. Your photo video. I, I was just like, this is so sweet. Yes. Oh, thank y'all. I appreciate that. I love how all the men like have to go to the bathroom before they like propose. <laughs> I mean, and he was so adamant about it too, y'all. Like I get on him all the time. Like, why do you like, just go to the bathroom. Stop like holding it. Like just go. <laughs> and he was like, okay, I'm gone. Like, I mean, he left like, and I'm just sitting at the bar like, okay, like what is going on? And that's what happened. So it, it, it's all come together now full circle now that I know that everybody had been planning this since October of last year. So <laughs> it all came together afterwards. Oh but I, I was really grateful and I really couldn't have asked. I really, we never really talked about how I wanted my engagement to be, but I always knew I wanted it to be intimate with people that loved us, cared about us, and, and family is very important. So, and friends. And so I knew that I wanted those elements there. And so I felt like from the photographer, from the videographer, they just captured the moment so beautifully for us. Oh, wow. The fact that you have like that capture, you can always like go back to that, like the video and the photos and stuff like that and just relive that entire day all over again. Yes. And, I, and I'm really grateful that he, because he knows how person I am. I do like to document things and I w would wanted pictures and all that. So I'm glad that he took that in consideration <laughs> when planning the engagement because I would have wanted that, you know, piece of memorabilia to always remember our engagement. So that was important for me. Oh. Definitely. So do you remember what he said? I do. Or was that a blur? I remember I remember what he said and then I kind of feel like I blacked out so he said <laughs> for me you're my best friend you know we've gone through a lot together and I couldn't imagine spending my life with anybody else but you and would you would you give me the honor of being my wife and then he said my name Ramia Joy O'Daniel would you marry me and then yeah, so yeah, I do remember it. Yeah, girl, you remember everything. Stuff, but that was like the basics of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was the basics <laughs> of it. So, you know, for the most part, that's what he said. And, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the video didn't capture that. They only captured like him saying my name. So uh -huh. I have to probably go back to everybody else's video to remember everything he gotcha. said. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Yes. I asked Ashley if she remembered what um, her fiance said. And I don't think she remembers because she was too busy, like smiling and laughing. <laughs> really? Girl, I had tears. As soon as I opened up that door, I was, I mean, it was just like, what is going on? And then like, they kept saying, walk, walk, walk up there. I just started <laughs> crying. I was just like, what is going on? I was so overwhelmed with so many emotions, but good emotions. But it was just like every girl, they dream about it, but you never know how you're going to react until you're in that moment. And it's different for everybody. That's so true. Because I think for me, like, I probably would have cried if my family and my friends were in there. But, like, they weren't in there until afterwards. They didn't come out until later. So I, I was just laughing at the fact that, like, I was just complaining about this earlier in the day. But... Anyway, we're not. <laughs> um, okay, so like, how soon did y'all dive into wedding planning from like being engaged, or were you like already? Well, you said that you had no idea it was coming, so I would imagine uh, you start beforehand. So, I remember maybe the day after we got engaged, I was like, we gotta have a hashtag, we gotta have a hashtag. And then he was like, we got plenty of time. I'm like, no, like, you can't post pictures without a hashtag. Like, you got to have a hashtag. So that was, like, the first part of, like, the planning process, I guess. And then it got to a point where it was like, okay, I'm so excited. I want to talk about all things wedding. I want to dive into wedding planners. And I'm going to call this wedding planner that I've been looking at for a long time. And I'm just going to see what she says and reach out. And then it got to a point where I was like, okay. I just want to be present and focused on being engaged. Yeah. And it's being like, it's, it's levels to it. You know, you're a girlfriend, you enjoy that stage of dating. And then I want to enjoy this phase that we're in being an engaged couple and leading up to the marriage. So I think for me, I immediately wanted to dive into wedding planning and I immediately wanted to, because it was the hype around it. You know, like you post pictures, people are asking you, what's your date? What are your colors? Where are you going to have your wedding? And it was like, I was getting so overwhelmed to the point where I was like, I just want to focus on enjoying being present with you and not be so consumed right now with everything else. So we decided to just take it in increments. I'm like, okay, let me start. Let's start with the date. We're both educators. So we knew that we were not going to be able to get married throughout the school year. Like that wasn't going to be something that was going to be feasible for us. So then we're like, okay, we know we have to get married in the summer. And June is my birthday month. So I didn't want to have my anniversary around June. And then I'm like, okay, well, you know, so we were just really trying to figure out that. So then we got a date. And then once we moved from our date, then we got our wedding list and what that kind of looked like. So we just really had just ground level type of planning, nothing really too deep into it because I just wanted to focus on being present and enjoying this moment of being an engaged couple. And especially now that we're in quarantine or we've been in quarantine, it really hasn't been much that we've been able to do. So it's kind of worked out that way. Mm -hmm. This is such a time that like, you do not get this moment back. Like when you're a wife, you are now a wife. Like 
and of course you don't go back to being a girlfriend like you don't have this little moment which is so special i get emotional emotional goodness that ain't a word (laughs) (laughs) about it from time to time because it's like being a fiance during COVID 19 is like one of the worst moments like for you you have you you're just getting started so like there's still so much that can happen for you but us girls that got engaged last year where like everything's supposed to happen this year is like well what about my bachelorette what about my bridal shower what about all these like little moments because people don't love on you this way any other time like it's just something about this this, moment these final months of being single before you get married that's like people just do and go all out for you in a way that they probably won't do maybe like before you have a kid or something i don't know but then i think even that might hit different because you've been like married for a while and you know like that's it's not apples to apples basically so just enjoying and soaking up like this moment is like really the only thing you can do because once this is gone it does not come back you can't get it back and it's it's been and i'll say this like just looking at it on the positive side and my heart goes out to all the 2020 brides because i couldn't really fathom having to you know things like dates and where you wanted to have your wedding and how you wanted to have your wedding that's important to brides like that's things that you take time to plan out and i really couldn't imagine having to push my wedding date back or not having my wedding at all having to result into having an unorthodox wedding or not something that you plan to have in a you know a non-traditional way and so i'm i I just couldn't imagine so my heart definitely goes out to you and all those other brides that you know were waiting for those special moments that you guys haven't had a chance to have yet i'm not gonna say you're not gonna have but you haven't had the chance to have it yet but I'll say the good thing and the most positive thing about it is, is that I can imagine that when you're married, how many married couples get to spend this amount of time with their spouse and really get to sit and like enjoy these moments that you, you may not have because reality is, you know, you work, they work, you have, your, you know, you might have this to do and you're so consumed with life itself that you really don't get to sit down and really just kind of tap into like hey we get to have real discussions today we get to really see what's on, what's on tv because i'm like don't watch nine day fiance without me don't watch you know insecure without me like we actually get that that time together that sometimes i think couples whether they're married or they're together or they're engaged they sometimes take for granted because life itself gets in the way of that and so this moment turning it into a positive has for me has been very beautiful because I've been able to spend that time and have those conversations and spend that quality time with, with my fiance and just be present. I love it. You, you're just giving us like all the good answers. (laughs) (laughs) So have you selected your bridal party? Ooh, (laughs) I've made a list. Okay. 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 I made a list for my bridal party. Um, you know, to be honest, I was kind of torn at first about how many bridesmaids I wanted and how many, you know, like 
you you want everybody to be a part, but then it's like, is this too many people or do I want this big of a bridal party? So you really just don't know. And, you know, you also got to match it up to his side as well. And, you know, be respectful of like, he may say, I have this set number. And then you're like, well, I got this long list. And then you have to kind of chime it down. So I have a list, but we haven't set an exact number of what exactly that looks like for us. So we don't know, but we don't, we getting there. We getting there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're getting there. Yes. So hopefully okay. we can figure it out soon. All right. So I'm guessing you haven't let them know yet, right? No. I feel like some of my friends kind of pretty much know mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that they're, they're going to be a part of my day. Like, I, I think some of them know. Some of them may not know, but um, because we haven't really talked about that part like it's yeah how do you feel um but yeah no (laughs) (laughs) okay well okay so whenever you get all that together like where would you like to go on your bachelorette or like would you want them to surprise you so no i i think at this this is the point where I, i feel like i've been very realistic with myself and you know you see those cute pictures on instagram with your bride tribe and they're out on a tropical beach on a yacht and just living it up. And for me, just being realistic with people's schedules, my schedule, um, I was like, I don't have to have all that. Like I really can wait to, you know, have that experience with my husband when we go on our honeymoon, but I'm cool with Atlanta. Like that's where most of my, my friends are anyway. Um, I've already kind of told them that I'm like, I can just do that and be fine. I don't have to go anywhere that is just, you know, that's going to require plane trips, passports and, you know, because trying to get everybody on one accord, especially women with our schedules and, you know, we, we juggle so many different things daily that it's just kind of like, I just don't even it doesn't even have to be anything spectacular or big. So I've told them like I can do Atlanta and then they can take it from there in terms of planning. Okay. All right. That sounds like it's going to be fun. I mean, Atlanta, I mean, like, of course we live here, but Atlanta is fun. So I know that whatever you all do, it's going to be a good time. And we've actually um, have kind of decided to do a joint bachelorette and bachelor party. Okay. All right. Okay. It's a little different, but our friends, the ones that we, you know, our, our, our circle, we're already really close. So like we wanted one night where the, the, the bridal party could at least interact and have a good time because they all live in different places. And then like the, the next two days, like we just were separate. So we wanted a night we could all be together and then we just kind of go our separate ways. And I'm with my girls, he's with his guys and, you know, we can just kind of do it like that. So that That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a really good idea. So it was just easier for us both that way because he was like, I don't have to do a Vegas or anything. Like, I mean, I guess the stuff they can do in Vegas, they can do in Atlanta. So you're right. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we can have fun either way. And I think it's the people, the people that you bring on a trip with you is what makes the trip. Very true. That is true. So, you know, if you got a good a good crowd of people around you, like, that's a great trip right there. Like, mm-hmm. you can't really ask for more. That is true. Okay. 
did you have like any expectations going into like wedding planning or were you just kind of like a blank slate? A little bit of both. I think for me, like expectations when it comes to how I want the aesthetic of my wedding to be, I think I have very high expectations for that. And then once I started looking at stuff, kind of seeing like, okay, do I want this? Do I want that? It was like, do I really want what I originally said I wanted? And then it was just like, I just, maybe I should just start from scratch. Maybe I should just start from blank and just kind of see like different options. Like maybe going to a bridal show might change my perspective and seeing this or seeing things in person. Of course, we haven't really been able to do that because again, we've been, you know, dealing with the pandemic, but for the most part, I think I've just kind of decided like, I'm just going to go in with a clean slate. And once things start opening up again, I can visualize things a lot better versus when it is just, you know, me thinking in my mind or on my Pinterest board, oh yeah, I want this and I want that. It's, it's a lot different when you see it. And when you're actually like in the position and ready, like you're actually getting married. It's, it's a totally different thing. I like it. That is very, very true. Cause ooh, I think back to like my old Pinterest board from like years ago. And then you finally dig it up and it's like, I'm not even in that space anymore. Do I yeah. this or like certain stuff, like even certain dress ideas. I was like, I associate oh, girl, yes. with a person. So no, I look like, let's delete this completely. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and then I look back on some of the things I'm like, that was so trendy. Like, I don't even want that. I, I don't even, I don't want to look back on my wedding photos and be like, oh my gosh, like you can tell this was like back in the day, back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. I want something timeless and something I can look back at 20 years and be like, that was so 2021. Like, why did I do that? You know, I want to be able to be be like, dang, I could still pull that dress out today and it's going to be still a hit. Or those decorations were timeless. Like for my future kids to be like, mom, I want a wedding like you had, you know? Exactly. I like, I don't want to wear that dress, mama. (laughs) (laughs) Certain like looks and dresses and stuff like that that definitely fit into like a certain time, like yes. and some of them do not age well at all. No, they don't. They Mm-mm. don't Mm-mm. at all. All right. So whenever you and your fiance start planning the wedding, how many black vendors do you plan on using? So I want to actually use a lot of black vendors. The wedding planner that we are going with she is black and she's kind of like a jack of all trades when it comes to different things so she's a one-stop shop so all of the floral designs all of those things she does Mm in-house um and so that was a big thing for me instead of having to get so many outside vendors um having to be able to see things in the studio we can kind of come up with a collaboration of what i really want right there and she has it all on hand is that was like a big you know chip off my shoulder like I didn't have to really worry about that I want to really um use a black baker for our cake I am not a big bakery person um in terms of like cakes and stuff so I really love that homemade cake taste Mm -hmm. you know like 
cakes can look so pretty. And then it's just like when you taste it, it's like, yeah, it's pretty. And that's it. Like, I'm looking for the flavor. I'm looking for all of those things. So, like, I'm really looking for when it comes to food, because that's a big thing for me for mm -hmm. our wedding is the food. And I'm, I'm looking for that soulful, tasteful cooking whether for our cake and for our food. So the, the things, majority of the things I, I am going to have black vendors for um, that we have. I do live in Nashville, so things are very limited in the wedding industry when it comes to that, um, especially finding venues and, and things. So as much as I can use black vendors, I'm going to use them because I think it's very important, and especially in these days and times highlighting black businesses small black businesses and really getting them and put them on the map so you know not just for people of color but for them to get the recognition that they deserve for their business i think is very important in highlighting that i agree and because weddings are not necessarily the cheapest thing in the world it's like if i'm going to give you money i might as well give it to somebody black <laughs> i mean you know yeah. But someone that's, of course, like a quality vendor or like, you know, they got, they're not just, oh, I picked you because you're black. I picked you because your work is good and you're also black, you know, like, where yeah. I, yeah. I like sought you out, found you, obviously you're black. Okay, so now let me look and see what your work is like. Let me see what your pricing is like. Okay, cool. And reviews, reviews are important too. Very true. Reviews are so important and, you know, sometimes people don't like, they don't leave reviews on things, but I think it's so important because when you are looking for black vendors or people that own small businesses, the only thing that you can really go off of is a review. Like, how was your experience? How was the customer service? What was the turnaround time for email correspondence? You know, things like that are just so important that I think sometimes that some people may overlook, but I am a review person, a hundred percent. So I want to know other people's experiences to see if this is something that's going to be feasible or something that I can do, you know, and word of mouth sometimes is good too. You know, if you trust that person's judgment and you're like, Hey, I use this vendor. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna check her out. I'm gonna check him out and see, you know, what, what they're talking about. And I think that can, that can be a good resource as well. That's very true because their photos and their Instagram might be bomb, but <laughs> customer service. service. Yeah, customer service may be poor. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I, I can't, I can't, I can't work under those conditions. <laughs> not as a bride, not as a bride or no. a consumer. You know, weddings are not cheap. And so you want to know that that person that you are giving your dollar to is going to respect your time and you know respond to you in a timely manner be very professional and you know have their ducks lined up in a row very true mm -hmm. i know that you have not planned a lot however how many guests do you think that you and your fiance will invite like do you have a huge family or does he have a huge family or do you want it to be like small or intimate or like small and intimate well, I guess that's the same thing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're probably going to end up having a large wedding. Um, and, I, and, and the reason being is I, we've decided to have people bring a plus one mm. to the wedding. Mm. 
mm-hmm. people that, you know, we know that they're in a relationship or we know that they're married. That's kind of important. Like who wants to have a night that's full of love and romance and things like that and be sitting at a table by themselves. So, you know, I've gone to weddings that they won't allow you to bring a plus one. And I understand like every, every head counts, every plate, you know, you got to account for. And I get that. So for us, um, we just decided to add plus one. So our numbers on our list have gone up and um, roughly about, I think we're about like 230 guests so far. And I know my planner says expect about 20% of people not to come. But, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part right now, we have 230 on our list. Right? That's not too, too bad. Yeah. But I mean, it was, and those are included with the plus ones. So Mm-hmm. That's all the plus ones included um, in that list. Now, we didn't have that. Of course, the list would be a lot shorter and a lot smaller, but we wanted to make sure that we were accommodating our guests and giving them, you know, a night for them a night to remember as well to enjoy our day with us. So that makes sense. Yeah, I'm definitely going to parties alone. And it's, I mean, yes, of course, you know, like the hosts, um, but it's not that much fun. So, so I understand it. It's not. And like, you gotta, like, I guess for me, you gotta put yourself in, in those shoes of like, before I got to this point, I was there. Mm -hmm. Like I was that single girl and I've gone to weddings by myself and it's not, that's not fun. Like Mm -mm. now, if you just met the person three weeks ago, (laughs) I'm not sure they would get an invite. Right. But <laughs> for those that we know have been in serious relationships that are married and things like that, of course, like they get a plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, we want them to be able to enjoy that, that, that time and that moment, not only with us, but with their significant other as well. Of course. Mm-hmm. I definitely went to a wedding once where, oh gosh, the guy I was with, we had been together for like over a year and a half. And, I just had to go by myself. I was like, oh, okay, this this is fine. <laughs> like, yeah, it it's, it can get very boring. And then it's like, you know, when they're asking everybody to come out on the dance floor, it's like, who am I going to dance with? Who am I going to dance with? You want me to dance by myself? Or, you know, and that's when people start tiptoeing out. Like, okay, well, I'll see you later. You know, and I, 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 didn't, I didn't want that for our wedding. Yeah. You know? yeah. I wanted it to be enjoyable for everybody. That is extremely considerate, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how involved has he been in y'all's, like, preliminary? He's been really involved. I mean, of course, as a man, they're like, oh, whatever you want to do, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. He's very laid back. He's, like, go with the flow type of person. But he will voice his opinion on things that he likes. And sometimes it'll shock me because he, he will have an idea that I wouldn't have thought of. Mm-hmm. And so... He's very hands-on, and I know he's like, okay, babe, just give me a minute because I, I planned the whole engagement. So give me a, a chance to kind of, like, take a breath from planning the engagement and then let me jump in. And it's because, like, I hadn't been planning the engagement. I'm like, I'm ready to jump in as soon as possible. So, but he's been very involved. We're, we've been on the same page with a lot of things in terms of our wedding planning, like who we wanted as a planner and you know, color schemes and things like that. Like we have been in sync about it because we are typically, we typically have the same taste. Um, so, I mean, he's been as involved as I've needed him to be at this point in terms of what we've been doing in terms of wedding planning. So he's been a good sport. 
That's good. That's real good. Um, I'm really excited about that because a lot of people, you know, some men are like, I don't want to plan a wedding. Just tell me to show up, when to show up, when to, you know. So he's been really involved in that. And even on his side for his groomsmen, you know, like how he wants to ask them and, you know, what what ways and how he wants their suits to look. So he's been like really involved in that way, which has been like really helpful for me because I'm like, you know, I know what I want y'all to look like, but I don't really know men's suits like that. Like, you know, just, right. <laughs> you know, you got to take the lead on that one and take the lead on that one for sure. So he has done that. And I, I, I've been really grateful. <laughs> That's really good. Um, I was recently, not recently, but I was in a wedding and like the bride, she actually picked out the suits and everything. And I was like, okay, so you planned everything like from the head to toe and everything. And I'm like, so he didn't have any say? <laughs> but, I mean, but I don't think he wanted to. Like he was just like, oh, babe, like just pick whatever. So it's good that he actually wants to be involved. Yeah, because like I told him, I'm like, it's not just, and I know a lot of a lot of people say, oh, that's the bride's day. And I've never looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's a moment that every girl dreams about and thinks about, but it's our day. Like, we both are celebrating our union and mm-hmm. having both people's opinions, mine and his, it, it matters. Um, it does. And it's, it's important because you want to be in sync, you know. You're not going to always agree on everything, but you want to be in sync when it comes to just basic things of just planning. So I want to make sure that, you know, things that he really wants in there, we can incorporate and vice versa. So it's important for me to have his input for him to be involved in the wedding planning process. And now that I'm thinking about it, like it makes a good story to tell your children, you know, like, oh, like me and your mom, like we both planned our wedding, you know, so it kind of sets like a standard for them, like whenever it's their time. And, and I think for us, because we are a young millennial couple, um, setting the standard and making sure that the people in our family, the younger kids in our family, our cousins, or, you know, even for the older people in our family that they get to see and experience it as well, because the reality is in a lot of, in our community, our black Mm -hmm. community, seeing healthy images of marriages and how that process really works, we don't really get to see it a lot. And so it's important for us to make sure that we're setting that example and then they can see it and then they can create their own, you know, idea of what that looks like when they start dating or in their dating life or, you know, when they want to get married, they, they have that example because we've set that example. And so that's, that's really important to both of us for sure. Are you all going to do premarital counseling? Absolutely. That's a, that was like, that was the first thing I told him, like, that's a, that's a non-negotiable for me. I think it is so important to go to premarital counseling, no matter how much you think you know your spouse or you can talk through those tough type of conversations, whether it be financial or what have you. Like, I think setting that foundation and having someone to go to throughout your marriage is really important. Things may come up that you don't expect and you you sometimes need that non-biased person to talk to and to sit with. And though friends and family are good, I think at the end of the day, you know, people are still going to be biased regardless because they do know, they know me, they know him. And, you know, a lot of our friends haven't reached that point 
yet of being engaged or married. So we really don't have a lot of friends in our circle that are at that point yet. So you can't, you know, I'm not going to be able to get advice from my single friends because they're not in the space that I'm in yet and vice versa. So, you know, having someone to counsel us before marriage and somebody that we're going to be able to trust throughout our marriage is extremely important to me. I can't, I can't stress that enough. Like I am all for premarital counseling. Yeah, I think that's very, very important. And it's such a taboo topic in the black community because I feel like people don't want to go because they're like, well, nothing is wrong with me or you know, I don't need to go to marital counseling. Like, we're fine. We don't have any issues. And I think people kind of suppress it. And it's like, that's not really what it's about. But mm-hmm. when challenges and things come up, you have to learn how to communicate. And you have to know how to communicate in different phases of life. Because mm-hmm. you're in the phase right now where it's like, oh, it's all good. Because it's the honeymoon phase. We're planning a wedding. And then when things get tough, it's like, well, how do we handle this? How do we work through this? We've never gone through this before and we don't really have anywhere to go. Like, who do we talk to? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just, I, I would recommend premarital counseling for, for really anybody who's wanting to get married. And not to say this because they have problems, but to create that solid foundation to make sure that they are both on the same page moving forward to marriage. I definitely agree. Like when it comes to premarital counseling, I know for me, it's important to have a husband and a wife, a male and a a female perspective um, to find a couple that's been married for a while and a couple that has gone through things and can give you those type of, you know, have those type of conversations that you wouldn't necessarily get from just, oh, well, this is a male counselor or this is a female because at the end of the day, they're still human and they're still going to have their stance on things versus a couple that is actually counseling another couple. Right. Mm-hmm. You guys have a perspective on that? Like, what do you, what do you guys think? So we recently, um, not how long ago was it? Maybe in February? Yeah, it, I think it was... January, February, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Our counselor that we're using was someone that I was just going to like on my own, just like some years ago, I just really needed to kind of like, before I move forward in my life, I, I need to like work through some issues that I know could possibly bubble up. So I pretty much like went to someone, but I knew that she offered premarital counseling. So it's just like, oh, you know, when that time comes, like, we'll just use her. And so we have, and things have been fine. But then we had an episode where we talked to um, Lorraine and Michael Forrester, and they're like this couple based here, but they, they like do counseling all over the world, you know, Zoom and stuff like that or whatever. But talking to them, I was like, if I could go back in time, I would have just like had us talk to them, like have us just use them because they're so like versed in what they know. The fact that like they're Christian, of course, but like they're not the type of Christians that like assume that you like have this perfect life or whatever that like you didn't do certain things before you got like with your your partner and things like that. So the fact that they're like extremely honest 
they're like, look, everything wasn't perfect with us either. Like, that's why we can talk about these topics because a lot of times folks kind of act like, you know, well, that didn't happen to me or because I didn't allow that to happen to me, I can't understand or empathize with someone that actually went through something. And so I think if you do like go to definitely like using a couple as your premarital counselors, like they have to be kind of like, tried and true like tested out like not know everything was roses and we ain't never had no real issues and right that, right i mean not to say like okay y'all needed to like you know like survive like domestic violence or something on that level but like let me know that y'all have some real arguments some real issues like y'all have some moments that almost split y'all up but y'all were able to find your way back through god and through like these teachings and things like that, that took you back to this place. And they were very honest about it. They're like, every time that we talk to our couples, we like let them know. They were like, child, we got a condom dish out front. Like when they come, like, because they, <laughs> they don't want to be ignorant to what real relationships look like and what real couples are going through. So I mean, yeah, definitely in hindsight, if I would start over, I would probably go with them just because I feel like they know they're like extremely experienced and in it. So of course, like going to school for it and being trained and whatnot, like, yeah, you're the real. And I agree, even though I'm not there yet, um, I think I would definitely choose a couple to counsel us because for men, it's not easy for men to open up. Um, and so I think having a male there, you know, cause I'm like, to be honest, we don't understand men all the way. I mean, of course we understand our partners a little bit, you know, but like deep down inside, like we don't understand their pride. Like we don't understand, you know, like why they think the way they do, you know? So having a male there to talk into like to connect with my future fiance, um, is very important. Um, and one thing that I loved about, um, about them is that you know like they will have uh i guess like individual counseling sessions so like they'll get counseled apart and then, and then they're counseled together so and then um and then i like the fact that you know they teach you about um how to communicate with your partner and i think that's very important as ramia was saying how you say things is important you know so instead of saying um we need to talk hey babe okay what do you think about this you know so I feel like it's very important that you learn that from a couple. So, yeah, so I'm all for it. I agree. All right. So we're almost done with our questions. Do you think y'all are going to jump the broom? You know, I haven't thought about that. And I guess because, again, like traditionally, like you don't really, you know, like it's a traditional thing, but it's not something that is like I have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know it's a, it's a cultural thing, but it's not something that like we have to do. I'm more so like I would love to do the unity candle. Okay. I'm more so that type of, you know, bride. Like I, I we both love candles and that would just be something for us to like people that know us would be like, yeah, that's that's for me and Kyle. Like that's their thing. So yeah, I don't think jumping the broom is something that I would do. <laughs> <laughs> and that is okay. <laughs> for everybody. I mean, for some people, it means something to them. It's something that's been in their family. They feel like they have to do that to kind of like 
continue the tradition, but it's really not for everybody. Yeah. Where do you think y'all would go for your honeymoon if y'all start considering that? So we kind of narrowed it down to a couple of places. Um, so we have like a top three. Mm-hmm. Jamaica, love Jamaica, Hawaii, and Antigua. Mm. Oh, yes so definitely something with beaches of course romantic you know someone we can just kind of like unwind and relax in a place that neither one of us have ever been so that was important too like going somewhere that neither one of us have ever been and we get to share that experience together for the first time as husband and wife so oh nice All right. So last question. So what advice would you give to any couples that just got engaged in the midst of this pandemic? So the advice I would give to people who just got engaged, well, first, congratulations to those who have just gotten engaged. This is an exciting time for both you and your fiance. And I would just give the advice of stay present, enjoy this moment. I think like we talked earlier, this is a very, you know, this is a different time that we're living in. You may not get this, you won't get this time back to just really be present and lock in. Enjoy this time with your fiance, you know, talk about different things that you want to do in your wedding, of course. And if you are fortunate enough to go and see venues and, you know, look at different things and plan together, do that. But like, Take this time to create your own traditions, whatever that looks like. So if that looks like, you know, how are we going to, you know, do Christmas this year now that we're engaged? How are we going to do Thanksgiving? How are we going to, you know, where are we going to live? How are we going to move in together? Like talk about different things that things that you can control, things that you do have control over. Because some things right now you may not have control over to really kind of plan full force. So just stay present, enjoy the moment, love on each other, um, you know, and and just continue to just push through. And again, the things that you can control, control them and the things that you can't just allow God to continue to keep, you know, ordering your footsteps each way. So very good advice. Very good advice. Thank you. Yes. Talk about the things that you can control. That's very important. I was like, oh, dang, like, how do you decide, like, whose family's house you're going over for Christmas and Thanksgiving? So that's, yeah, like, those are... It's it's different, because uh-huh. when you're dating and in a relationship, you're not really obligated, right? Like, you're not... Exactly. You're not obligated to go to his family's house. And fortunately for me and Kyle, we we kind of, you know, last year, we, we split the time between families. So my family wanted him there, his family wanted me there, so it's like we made sure that each holiday we split that time. But for some couples that may not have done that, you know, now that they're engaged and people do, even though they're not married yet, people do kind of see you as a unit at this point. So Mm -hmm. having those conversations of, well, what are we going to do for Christmas? What are we going to do for Thanksgiving? Mother's Day, if both of their mothers are still living. Father's Day, if both of their fathers are still living. Like, what does that look like? If you don't live together, which me and Kyle don't, um, you know, what does that look like? How are we going? Where do we want to move? What area? Like, so those type of things that you can kind of control, focus on that. And then when you're able to, you know, do a little bit more planning and things open up and you get to kind of dive into wedding plan a little bit deeper, then you can kind of reassess your focus on something a little bit different. Very good advice. 
You were such a like, you were, you were so good at this. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. I, mean, no, I was a little nervous before, but you know, you, no, you did a really I good job. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I really enjoyed this time, ladies. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. We're not going to let you go just yet. We're going to get into unsolicited advice, which is what I do every week. Um, I provide advice to anyone that's listening, really, because when you get engaged, sometimes you get a lot of advice you didn't ask for. This <laughs> advice is if you did have to like decide that you needed to like trim back your guest list or just elope just to kind of save your date, but you're going to do something bigger later or, you know, kind of pivot your reception. Maybe one thing you can do is if you are in a place or going to like get married where you can have um, like weather chairs or like some sort of like, depending on how you have your elopement set up, basically for mm -hmm. those that can't attend, if you're streaming it or what have you, maybe ask for like photos of them in advance or something so that you can still kind of feel like they're there. Um, so, and that you can like see their faces before, you know, like the, you go down the aisle, nope, like however you want to, you know, frame it all the way yeah. up. But like, there are ways, um, to still try to like incorporate all those loved ones that you wanted to be there if you are not able to have them there because of COVID. So hopefully that helps just get photos of people and like print them out. It's real cheap. Walgreens like 12 cents or something or six cents i don't know but it's cheap <laughs> or just do a gallery view on zoom or something and have somebody switch back and forth through the pages <laughs> yeah. yeah that's great advice thank you for that yes yes very good advice okay well there because you know by next summer this thing should hopefully be controlled be done be Ooh, hopefully i hope so i hope so i'm ready to go back outside and enjoy the summer mm -hmm. yeah. and you mm -hmm. this is your birthday month right has your birthday already passed or is it coming up oh my birthday is next week it's next wednesday oh happy oh. early birthday thank you thank you hi right I am a Gemini. Yes. Birthday was on Friday, so. Oh, you're a Gemini too. Okay. Well, happy belated birthday. You. Yes, my Gemini sister. <laughs> my wishes they could be one, but you know. I know. I know. You gotta. You know. You gotta have at least one Gemini in your life. Right. One. <laughs> 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 is like I don't know about that. No, actually, my boyfriend, he's a Gemini, and Ashley and our other best friend, um, well, they both have May birthdays as well, so I'm just like, yeah, I, like, my life is full of Geminis, and so. Geminis, okay, mm -hmm. what's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. Oh, my fiance's an Aquarius. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Geminis and Aquarius is, you know, we, yeah. we, we, we mesh well together, so. Well, that's good to know, that's. It, it, it is. <laughs> yes, that is very good to know because, yeah, so hopefully, you know, hopefully soon 
my situations like your situation. <laughs> I'm gonna send those blessings. I don't have no Sierra prayer, nothing like that for you. But just let God order your steps. <laughs> and I receive that. <laughs> so blessings to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so we are gonna move into the wedding vendor love. So Ramia, I'm gonna have you go first. Who would you like to shout out this week? So I'm gonna shout out a vendor that I have admired on Instagram. Um, her designs are so beautiful. I'm excited to hopefully collaborate with her for my wedding. And that is Paige Brown Designs. Um, I mean, I could go on and on about her her designs and things, but it, she's just, it, I mean, her work is just absolutely phenomenal. So I, I, I'm i going to shout her out for sure. So you guys be sure to check her out on Instagram. It's at Paige Brown Designs. Nice. We'll definitely look her up. And of course, we'll have all the information for you all. Um, Ashley, I'm going to have you go next. All right. So for me, I'm also going to go with a planner. Um, she's based in the New York area. And her Instagram is honey underscore B underscore creative. So it's called Honey Bee Weddings and Events. Um, and her website is Honey Bee Planner. But like her weddings vary from like demographic, location, all that. But there is a very like classic and kind of like pristine look to all these weddings. So it's like, despite like the ethnicity of her clients, they all seem to want like a very traditional kind of classic look. And sometimes, you know, it's just really nice to see that because, you know, sometimes folks want to be a little creative and bring, like bring in a lot of modern elements. And so it's nice to see like good classic weddings from time to time. So Honey Bee Creative, um, Honey Bee Weddings and Events. Very nice. What about you? This week, I have an officiant. She's actually a reverend. Uh, she's based out of the New York, New Jersey area. Mm -hmm. um, she actually married some of our, well, I guess we knew them in high school um, from afar. They went to um, a local high school um, and they actually married uh, two people that we know and, um, and that we support almost every single year. Anyways, so her name is Reverend Orsella. She is on Instagram as uh, Serenity Ceremonies. We'll have all the information there, but. Okay. And so definitely um, if you are looking for an officiant and if you are in, um, in the New York, New Jersey area, definitely look her up. All right. All right. So that's all that I have today. Ramia, thank you so much again for coming on here and talking with us about your proposal and like your wedding and just everything good and fiance like and you really did like give our listeners like so many good nuggets like you are taking all of this like so well like you just seem so calm and so just kind of like chill through it all and mm -hmm. I didn't it's definitely something that's needed right now because the world is a little, it's very chaotic. It's not a little chaotic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. No, thank you so much for that because, you know, at a time where you can really be discouraged and be down, you know, you never really think like, oh, when it's my turn to be engaged, I'm going to be sitting in quarantine, not really being able to plan much. But 
you got to turn sometimes a not so positive situation into a positive situation and you just got to deal with it the best way that you know how. So, you know, staying calm about it, just praying through it and just trusting God in the process is really just keeping me sane right now. And hopefully, you know, for your for the listeners out there listening, if you're going through the same thing, just take a moment to just breathe, relax and you know, what's for you is for you. And, you know, God is going to make sure at the end of the day, you know, your marriage is bigger than the wedding itself. So, you know, focus on those key elements of what you want your marriage to look like and the rest will follow from there. So true. So true. Where can people follow you, read your blog, all of the good things? Yes. So you guys, um, you can follow me on my blog. It's www.ramiajoy, R-A-M-I-A-J-O-Y.com, Twitter, ramiajoy.com, and Instagram, ramiajoy. So you can follow me on all of those platforms. Hit the subscribe button to my blog for, I will be posting some wedding updates and, you know, you get to see guys, hopefully get to see my wedding planning journey and things that will be posted on the blog. And then some things of course will be posted to Instagram. So you guys can check those out. And um, yeah, I look forward to seeing you guys and hearing from you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Tania, where can they find us? All right. So it's been a while since I've done this, um, but you can find us on heyoido.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, and either at heyoido or heyoidowed. Um, and so if you get confused at all, of course, just go to our website, heyoido.com, and you'll be able to find us on there. Um, of course, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Belsori. Um, and then, uh, and then also you can find Ashley at Demi Tosh on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I think that is it. I, hopefully I covered everything. Yes. Thank you so much again. I hope we yes, from you. your night, but this was very nice talking to you. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you all too. I'm very honored that you guys, you know, chose me to talk on your podcast. So thank you so much. It has been so much fun talking with you ladies. Alrighty, thank you so much. Thank Once again, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I look forward to like following your journey on your blog and on Instagram. Like I'm excited for it. So yes, thank you so much. Love and light to both of you all. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank Bye. you.